This is Michigan Embedded Correspondent John Solberg, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet wiener. So listen, Lavernius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Talking about live fire barbecue and grilling stuff and doing it from Palm City, USA, Cleveland. If you missed the first hour, don't worry about it. We're recording. You can get that first hour on Wednesday. You can get the second hour of the show on Thursday. I'll tell you about Friday here in just one second. Thanks to Derek Riches for joining me in the first hour and pulling two interview segments. I thought we might bleed over into the second one, but no, we took it all fully. Good for us. By the way, I still have it on good authority that the youngest Barbecue Central Show fan ever in existence, my nephew, Joey Clota, still watching. Joey, what up? Still to come on the show tonight, the Embedded Correspondence in about 10 minutes from now. And then after the Embedded Correspondence segment, we will turn around and do the finals of Season 3 Barbecue Central Show's American Idol Edition where Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah and myself will be singing our hearts out for you. That will happen shortly, so stay tuned for that. After the show ends tonight, voting opens up, and you will vote for either me or Rusty. You don't even have to go one and then two, just the winner. Whoever you think the winner is, you will vote for that person. I will tally all the way through the week, and then next Tuesday... We will announce who the overall champ for season three of Barbecue Central Show's American Idol will be. Don't forget, you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat. Slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch for a video feed. Also, slash RD Rempe on YouTube for a video feed as well. And yes, we are audibly on Clubhouse if you would rather take us in that way. And you can get an ad-free podcast feed experience through Patre- uh, sorry, through Apple Podcasts. So if that's what you use to listen, you don't like ads, subscribe to that. Do we go? That's probably going to be going away as well here shortly. It's just a pain in the ass. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less this Friday, episode 235, taking you back to June 26, 2012. So... Just a shade over 10 years ago. 10 years ago! If you can believe it, being featured this week is one of my favorites. Diva Q, Danielle Bennett. Within the moments, we go in-depth and breaking down the time she was a contestant on Barbecue Pitmasters. Ironically, Derek Riches and I just talking about that 
last hour and where Barbecue Pitmasters was a popularity or not. However, Diva Q was on there. We talk about her whole time there. Meathead, by the way, was also writing a column at that point. This is how big the show was. This is how popular it was. Meathead from AmazingRibs.com was contracted by the Huffington Post to write a weekly review of Barbecue Pitmasters. That was 10 years ago. That's how popular everything was back then. Can you believe it? You would see that now, but that's what was going on, by the way. So she broke everything down, everything that happened on the set, set all records straight. This is why people love Danielle, because she gives it to you straight. This is why people don't like Danielle. It's straight shooting, no bullshit. And that tune hasn't changed over the almost 20 years I've known her. And by the way, if the thing that endears me most of all to her is the no BS. So on the off chance that you aren't familiar with DVQ, there would be no better intro to her than this episode coming up this Friday. Remember, you do have to be subscribed to the podcast feed in order to get it. If you are local, I'm hoping to get that MC to the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest again gig. That comes up in September. I have some developing news as it relates to who is also going to be there, but stay tuned for that. I know Danielle is going to be there, but I'm hearing some other folks that I know within the Buckeye State, pretty big names in the live fire industry. So stay tuned for some breaking news on that. Once I get my deal worked out, then I'll start to promote, but nothing before then. No, no. I know my value as Derek and I just talked about. Don't forget if you have a guest or segment that you found particularly funny or insightful, you would like to hear it again, send John an email. He puts the shows together, J-O-N at the BBQ Central Show.com and let him know you would like to hear. Upcoming shows in July, because this is the last show in June, if you can believe it. We're halfway through the year now. Larry Olmstead for the first time, writer extraordinaire. Jonathan Jones, also a first-timer on the show, a live-fire cook. He'll be on Barbecue Hall of Famer. Leanne Whippen will be in towards the end of July to talk about getting in and perhaps doing a origin story there, but I have some logistics to work out because that show is pretty much booked full. Jess Priles will be in for her quarterly segment. She's off doing some kind of a meat tour over in Europe. I think she was in Greece the last time I saw pictures of her on social, so that'll be fun to catch up with. Sam, the cooking guy, Malcolm Reed, will be in next week. Just to wet your whistle on upcoming shows in the month of July. And by the way, I know I referred to it at the top of the show with some listener feedback emails, but I do want to mention, if you missed the John Marcus interview from two weeks ago, I encourage you to check it out. Even if you are new to the show right now, you have no idea about the history of the business over the past 15 years. It won't matter. John was an exceptional guest. His story was incredibly fascinating, painful, inspiring, and the flood of reaction that I have gotten over the past two, two and a half weeks has been shocking. Easily, easily the most reacted to interview I have ever done. Easily the most I have heard that was the best interview you have ever done coming from the listeners. There were a lot of great things going on in there. 
holding the pee break to the side, of course, but please be sure to check it out at your convenience when you have time. And again, it's a two hour listen, but the likes of Meathead, who's always at his desk and always working, sent me a note saying, I actually pushed back from the desk on that one so I could just listen to it. That's saying something. Plus all of you saying that it's the best ever. Listen to the John Marcus interview. Check it out. Well, we're only one segment away from Rusty and I flexing our live singing muscles. I'm saying that with a straight face. Or I was. But before we do that, we'll get to the embedded correspondence. Yoder Smokers is making and building all of their products right here in the States and building pride through craftsmanship and world-class customer service is the backbone of how they've built this company. The approach translating into what can be a truly bespoke style product that elevates gatherings with friends and family honored to have a trusted place in the backyards of America. From pellet grills to wood-fueled offset pits and charcoal grills, consistent blue ribbon flavor has become synonymous with the Yoder Smokers name. Make no mistake. Yoder Smokers flavor-driven design is unique to each style of pit and will perform time and time again while outlasting the competition for generations to come. It's this generational thought that is rooted in the handmade products and defines the integrity of the core value. American-made quality, endless flavor, the benchmarks of Yoder Smokers. Visit Yodersmokers.com to grab yours today. I see two-thirds of the embedded correspondence. John was dicey from the beginning, but we'll see if he makes it in. And we will get to them here in just one second. You are listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show from the Oklahoma Joe Pellet Grills Rider DLX Studios. Stick around. We'll be right back. Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories, whether you are a beginner or a professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. It is the fourth Tuesday of the month. Uh, oh. Wow. Like, what's even going on here? Hold on a second, Gay. Okay. Oh. All right. Let's do this burning precious time in the embedded correspondence segment because now I got to go reload second se what happened where how did this get all jammed up live read to oh stand by stand by here we go why is that there 
Oh my lord. Well, this is going to be a travesty. Nevertheless, something has happened to the board. I'm going to have to go back and restructure it after the show, but we will continue to press on as I, I guess I'm going to have to go manual, but nevertheless, here they are in no particular order. The embedded correspondence right there. Doug Scheiding is off to my direct right if you're looking at the top. And John Solberg from Michigan is right below me in a completely different new space. And just caddy corner down to the right is none other than Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah. And we're happy to have them with us here. Uh, gents, apologize for whatever technical issues I'm having, but we'll work through that here. And that will certainly not impede Season three's finale which is coming up in about 20 minutes from now, which I'm sure all of us are looking forward to, especially the live singing part. That should go over really well. And before we do that, we, of course, have an embedded correspondence segment that we would like to get to, and we will start it out as we do with each and every embedded correspondence segment, which is going to the 100% assurity question. So I'm racing over to the clubhouse to pick up somebody to answer these along with us. Now, if you would recall, we did not do these last month. Why? Because we were busy as I was talking with Derek Riches from DerekRiches.com last hour. We were busy picking people to be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame, who we thought would be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. And lo and behold, John Solberg from Michigan and myself were 75% right. Look at us, John. We're pretty smart. However, upon further review, it seems two people were a little smarter than us, John. And that's all on the right side of the screen, that being Doug Scheiding and Rusty Monson. Look at these guys. Smarty pantses to the highest degree. And uh, I guess, Doug, you want to make an acceptance speech on being totally right yeah it's you know been a long time since our group has come through like this has it I'm ever been has it ever been a time where we've been that good know. yeah no, no we have never done that wow no. great uh, rusty you feel pretty good about being 100 percent right i would assume yeah uh, first of all you said in no particular order yet i'm still down in the fucking corner all the time and that's number one <laughs> number two <laughs> I, I'm, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just a man. I'm not a hero. Rusty, a I man. have bad news. I'm not a hero. That mic is not what? working. <laughs> How about now? That's no, why I mean, you put I mean, I him can, in the corner. I can hear you, but uh, it must be coming through your, like your your monitor mic or something. It's uh, oh, interesting. Tap tap on that microphone. Let's make sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. That does not work. So, uh, let's review. Rusty creams the host for sticking him in the corner. Rusty still has no idea how to use a microphone. And that's why Rusty remains in the corner. So, uh, no, you're probably going to have to eject out and then come back in for any changes. And we'll go from there. Uh, look who we have here. We have Guy Chisholm, who will be joining us for the 100% uh, assurity questions. Let's make sure he's there and not running into technical difficulties on this side as well. Guy, you're there. 
no, he's not there. All right, don't don't go anywhere. I can fix this because I learned how to do this already. Wow, I mean, what a nightmare this whole second hour is turning out. John, to be. are you here? Man, oh man, yeah, John, are you here? Yes, he's there. Yep, you're there. He's there. All right, tap tap. And awake. Very proud of you. All right, uh, guy, you're there. No, I got to invite him on stage. Thank God uh, it's not uh, Sam the cooking guy because he would be annihilating me at this point. Hmm. I thought I fixed this. Go ahead. Hello? No. All right. All right, Rusty. That's good. That's the right one there. Congrats. I need you to sound at your level best for next segment. Yeah, I, I can't have you... You know, sound like you're oh, singing. Oh, it's going to sound exactly the same no matter what. Uh, Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, this will sound better, worse, or worse, worse, or better, better. But it certainly won't That's sound right. like you're singing off a Mac uh, integrated microphone. So, all right. Well, uh, bad news for the clubhouse people. I'm not going to be dicking around with this. I thought I could fix it. Uh, I didn't fix it, but uh, nevertheless, away we go. Let's do 100% assurity picks. Just us gals. That's how we like to do it. And we'll start with Doug Scheiding, the longest-running embedded correspondent from Texas. Doug, 100% yes or 100% no as we look back all the way to May because time has... Oh, I'm sorry. That's not the right question. 100% yes or 100% no. An induction side burner is more useful on a grill than an air fryer. This is rhetorical. Absolutely. All right. I thought you were going to say something else there for a second. I was getting ready to hit the dump button. John, 100% yes or 100% no, an induction side burner more useful on a grill than an air fryer? 1,000% yes. Oh, 1,000. Okay. Rusty, 100% yes or 100% no, an induction side burner more useful on a grill than an air fryer? 100% yes. Wow. I'm feeling a little peer pressure here. Uh, My answer is going to be... Yes. I I love, I don't want to say gimmickiness of an air fryer. And by the way, air fryers, hugely popular. While I want to say it doesn't make sense to have a big ass air fryer next to a grill, it does make sense. But in the end, I do think that a burner is probably going to get a little bit more use. But I, we only have the rest of the year, gang, to figure out if we were wrong or not. And luckily, this year has proven us to be more right than wrong. However, I am seeing some comments in the chat saying, hey, the air fryer is a pretty cool piece of technology. So we'll see how it works out from there. Next question. Rusty. 100% yes or 100% no. And we have to look back now in May as we answer this question. Blues hog. Winning Memphis in May is the coup of the competition world to date. In the all of history of barbecue, yes. 100% yes. Oh, right. That's a lot of barbecue. John, biggest coup to date? 100% no. Not. All right. Doug, 100% yes or 100% no. Blues Hog winning Memphis in May, the coup of the competition world to date. I wanted to say no, and I went back and looked at some of the winners, especially with Memphis MA, and I could not, so I'm saying yes. Oh, all right. And Sean Reed is in here this evening as well. Good to see Sean Reed. 
Uh, for me, is it the coup of the competition world to date, all things considered? Yeah, 100%. And it might be going on years of coup. Top five in ribs, first ever Memphis in May, winning shoulder the following year, and I think finishing third overall, and then winning it this year in a huge drum and whole hog on top of it, kicking a lot of perennials in the teeth. To me, that's a coup. John, did you have a specific thought on what might be bigger coup or coups? I didn't want, I wanted to be the odd man out knowing that the rest of you were going to go that way. So I just thought that'd be <laughs> contrary. John, he's the best safety director. John's right. back. 100% yes or 100% no. John, booking a segment on the show and then not showing up on purpose will become a thing in order to gain the favor of show karma. I'm going to say 100% no, or at least, God, I hope it's 100% no. Rusty, 100% yes or 100% no. Shining on the show on purpose will gain favor for show karma. First of all, it's the dumbest thing ever. I hate when people do that more than anything. But yeah, I, apparently it works really well. You think that's going to be a thing? Really I think it, it could be, yeah. It could oh, be the rabbit's no. foot of, of uh, barbecue competitions. <laughs> Doug, 100% yes or 100% no. Booking a segment on this show and then not showing up on purpose will become a thing in order to get the show karma. No way. They fear the wrath of Rempty. Look, sometimes in this world, we have things called an anomaly. This was an anomaly. That is not going to be a thing. And if it starts to become a thing, I will make it not a thing. <laughs> to all you. All right, let's go to Rusty. 100% yes or 100% no. Burgers on menu at barbecue joints, at least in Texas, will become a permanent thing. Yes, absolutely. Doug, burgers on menus at barbecue joints in Texas will become a permanent thing. Yes. High margin. High margin. All right. Seeing something bloom here. John, 100% yes or 100% no. Burgers on the menu at barbecue joints, at least in Texas, will become a permanent thing. I'm going with Doug. Yes. High margin. I okay. Right. Uh, not to not answer yet, uh, but Doug, is it high margin just because of current times or does it matter uh, economic times that we're in now? A uh, high margin ongoing regardless. Yeah, I think it's high margin regardless because, mm. I mean, you can charge more at a barbecue. And I think it's a good option for for some people. Uh, my wife actually loves burgers, and she gets tired of barbecue, and she would love to have a, a good burger. So that would be actually be a preferred thing for her. All right, uh, 100% yes or 100% no for me. Burgers on menus of barbecue joints, at least in Texas, will become a permanent thing. Nope. <laughs> I don't care about margins. That will not become a permanent thing. It's a fad right now, and it will die by the end of the year. Last question. We'll go back to Doug. 100% yes or 100% no. From purely an aesthetic standpoint, food trucks are cooler than food trailers. 100% no. Food trucks get dirty after three months. John, food trucks are cooler than food trailers. 100% no. Absolutely not. Okay. 
big step out of here. As if I didn't know, Rusty, 100% yes or 100% no, food trucks are cooler than food trailers. Hell no, and go to Southern Dimensions trailers. I'm out of you, uh, for me, 100% yes or 100% no. Food trucks cooler than food trailers? Yes, they're mobile. All self-contained. They're cool. Something just opened up downtown Willoughby called The Yard. I don't know what the hell that is. Sounds like something you got to be young to uh, enjoy. But the food trucks are there. Not trailers. They're all food trucks. They got the food truck thing over in Lakewood, right over by uh, the Proper Pig Smokehouse, where a veritable cornucopia rotated in and out but all food trucks no trailers so for me no offense Russ, uh food trucks are cooler in that regard but i i'm really hoping to eat at your trailer sometime so we got six minutes left i tasked the embedded correspondence and me to do something maybe none of us wanted to do maybe all of us wanted to do but unless you don't own a television or some type of streaming service that wasn't being paid by Arby's over the last handful of months. And by the way, it was a raging success because the commercials that I'm seeing from Arby's now are saying the sold-out Wagyu burger, and now they're offering two other items at 50% off for the rest of the summer. I don't know if that's the same where you guys are or not, but I said, hey, Embedded Correspondents, go out and get this Wagyu burger that Ving Rames is voicing over for Arby's, and let's see what this is all about. Is it just a burger? Is it going to be a life-changing fast food burger? Are they saying Wagyu potentially illegally just to draw people in and sell product? So we will start with somebody who I know loves love from the great city of Utah, Rusty Monson. Your official review of the Arby's Wagyu burger. First of all, I'm so excited that we got to do this because as you may not may may or may not know, I do love Arby's, as you had mentioned. And when it comes to, and let me clarify, uh-huh. burgers of its kind, all right? I'm not talking about going to Lucky 13 or your favorite local hip burger shop. I'm talking about going to all of the chain stores. It is by far the best one, and it was really good. In fact, I went back to get them twice just to make sure that I got it right, and plus I had an excuse, but I thought they were fantastic. I loved the flavor. It was awesome. Like that, I legit, legitimately loved them. I mean that. I mean better than the McRib, better than the McRib. Wow, that is saying something. That people might be thinking that's, that's a, a tongue-in-cheek joke reference. That is no joke. That is one hundred percent serious. Doug, your thoughts on the Wagyu? Rusty said a pretty low bar being better than the McRib. So there's a lot of headroom there. I'd Agreed. say. Um, does the average person know that what Wagyu is? I'm saying no. Um, I went, but have they heard it? Nice. Yeah. They've heard Wagyu. I'm not sure the average person that's going through a drive through and not lucky 13, like in Salt Lake city is, has heard of it. But, um, I I think the mix is 52 48 anyway. So it's, it's 52%, um, uh, Wagyu allegedly, but, um, it was a nice size. So it was, you know, six to seven ounces. So it was actually pretty, a pretty thick patty. Mine was cooked pretty well. It was actually just a little pink in the, in the center. Um, the burger was actually pretty good for the bites that I didn't have gobs and gobs and gobs of thousand Island Arby sauce Mm. that just ruined it for me. 
and uh, it, it's not it's not like Taco Bell mild sauce, which you can put on anything and love it. Yeah, no, Rusty, it's not like this. It's like no, get it off that. <laughs> and 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 so from that, it could have been better at eight dollars and eleven cents. Um, it's pretty expensive, I I would say, and uh, too much Arby sauce, and and I'm not a fan of Arby sauce anyway. So um, no. John, your thoughts of the Arby's Wagyu burger? Uh, I think the burger, understanding it is what it is. It's a fast food burger. The burger itself, I had two two different uh, stores to try to spread it out. One was cooked well. It was a little moist. One was dry. I think the burger itself is overworked, has that overworked texture. And for me, the, the sauce was a little bit off-putting. It's hard to get to it. It was dripping. It's running. You're not going to grab that. You got to pull over. You got to get some napkins. It was a bit messy. As a matter of fact, I actually couldn't get much of the taste of the burger in either of the varieties I tried just because I, th- I think there was too much sauce on there as well. But all in all, uh, on a, I'll give it a, a six or seven out of 10 in total value for fast food burgers. Oh, for fast food burgers. Well, give it, give it, give it the show value from one to 10, 10 being the best thing you've ever eaten in your life. Oh, it's it can't hit the scale. Oh. <laughs> Talking like a negative four, <laughs> like uh, you know, give me a McDouble over that any day, and I'll I probably, you know, would be better off. Uh, I had the classic version. I had them go light sauce and fear that they were going to oversauce it because they don't really care what they're how they're constructing the burger, and that's what the commercial makes you think. Like they actually care. Uh, I I was unsure that the blend was even that much wagyu. Uh, I think the burger needs should be more expensive than that, so I actually question that, although I have no ability to uh, take them to task on the actual percentages. Look, this is as average a burger as you're going to get, and at least in this region, and again, I don't know how they're promoting it where you guys are in Texas, Utah, and Michigan, but they sold out here. So they're discounting other things to keep people coming in. But then in the beginning of the commercial, they're saying what a raging success it was and we sold out. Uh, Swenson's, which I have panned uh, profusely on the show over the last few months, which is a local chain here, is just as good for $5 less. You can get roughly the same size burger, roughly the same size satisfaction, and not have to deal with this Wagyu nonsense. Uh, Arby should be sticking to the core business of bad roast beef, bad cold sandwiches, and all that other crap, and not uh, try and stiffen it up with burgers, let alone Wagyu burgers. So I think we have one love and three passes, and that's it. Look, all this is nonsense, gang, because we have... The American Idol Barbecue Central show's final coming up here, so stay tuned for that. I'll do one piece of business here leading into it as I tell everybody about Green Mountain Grills, of course, which is a highly coveted line of cookers, pellet cookers. So if you want to get a pellet cooker, go to GreenMountainGrills.com. Find a dealer near you because they're only sold through dealers, so you have to visit see them in person, get taught, get learned, get learnt. Then, once you figure out which one is best for you, you have the knowledge, you're going to have success right off the bat. You have a choice line to choose from. You have a prime line to choose from. Peak and Ledge are the leaders there in the prime. Now, if you want something that is a little bit more portable, the Trek is also one that you want to take a look at. 
can actually power it from the 12-volt receptacle in your vehicle. Or you can bring a car battery. It's got little clippers that you can power it. number of different ways. 12-volt technology, it's the finest. It's efficient. It's managing those pellets the best way possible. And if you want to save some money, get a Choice Line cooker. The Choice and the Prime accommodate the pizza oven insert, which you're going to want to get. We used it two days in a row, I think, making high-heat pizzas. It's great. You'll use it all the time. You can use it to cook steaks, even. You can use it to cook Wagyu burgers if you want. GreenMountainGrills.com is a leading retailer of pellet cookers. I have two in my backyard right now. If you want to stop by and take a look at them, go ahead. Let me know. I'll show them to you. GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. We are back for Season 3 finale of Barbecue Central Show's American Idol. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Presented by the Ryder Deluxe Pellet Grills from Oklahoma Joe's. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Head on over to smithfield.com right now for tips and tricks from well-known live fire cooks like Darren Worth, Just Priles, Childs Cridlin, mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield fresh pork is quite simply some of the finest pork money can buy and the trusted choice of top cooks for use at competitions and at home. So check out your recipes there. Well, four months later, gang. Hell in a handbasket doesn't even begin to describe what's going on here, but that's all right. So it seems we have everybody here this evening. We have uh, Doug still to the right of me, and then John is just to the right of Doug. Rusty's below me. There's the lead singer of Three Years Hollow and our professional judge sitting in all season, Jose Urquiza, right there below Doug. And then, of course, we have Bobby and Maddie here in studio as uh, Willis is currently MIA babysitting, but if she gets in here before the end, she can sit in and judge. So, no, she's definitely not. All right, she's not going to come back, so we'll have to. This is on. Yeah. I'm saying she's not allowed. She's late. She can't come back. She can't come back? No. All right. No late She's being punished. No late people. You're either on time or you're out of time. She's out of time. All right, so here's what's happening tonight. We have a pre-recorded song that Rusty and I sang. Uh, we would call it perhaps a duet. Um, I always think of duets as people singing at the same time, but I guess that's not necessarily the case. Rusty, you're the one that picked this song. Uh, we went back and forth on a number of selections. All of your choices were crap, and somehow we picked this one. Why this song before we play well, when I was growing up, Ozzy Osbourne was like my favorite. And then when I was in karaoke, when I got drunk enough, I would sing this song with my friend Cammy, And this is the song we would sing together. And I just always had fun with it. And uh, so I thought of it. I was like, you know what? Let's do this. That'd be fun. Islands in the Stream was better, but you know, this is, this is as good. No, definitely not Islands in the Stream. So tonight, for our pre-produced or our recorded effort before we go live, 
the mega hit, I think it was early to mid-80s, Close My Eyes Forever, Lita Ford, hell of a guitar player and rocker, and Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, John, you're familiar with this song, of course? Yes, all right. Doug, of course. Is Jose, is this a song you're familiar with by chance? Yes, all right. And uh, Bobby and Maddie, have you have you ever heard of uh, Close Your Eyes Forever by Lita Ford and Ozzy Osbourne? Neither. Okay. So it's new for some and reminiscent for others. Before we get into the live singing. And remember, we need a winner from the, from the judges here tonight on who sang the uh, duet better because loser goes first. Winner goes last in the live singing. So, without any further ado, here is our version of Close My Eyes. Your eyes? Close My Eyes Forever. Get so scared inside and don't really understand Is it love that's on my mind or is it fancy? Heaven is in the palm of my hand and it's waiting here for you What am I supposed to do with a childhood tragedy? If I close my eyes forever <coughs> Will it all remain unchanged? If I close my eyes forever Will it all remain the same? Sometimes it's hard to hold on, so hard to hold on to my dreams It isn't always what it seems when you're face to face with me You're like a dagger, you stake me in the heart Taste the blood from my blade And when we sleep, would you shelter me in your warm and dark and If I close my eyes forever Will it all remain unchanged? If I close my eyes forever Will it all remain unsafe? Just can't take the pain Would you ever trust me? No, I'll never feel the same Oh
I think that's what they call an epic. When I was mixing that song and putting that song together, it didn't seem nearly as long as it did suffering through every sheer second of it live and in person. People in the chat room going, Lord, make it stop. Please, why are you punishing us? Things like this. I wish I had a pair of hate blockers like Rusty is immediately put on, but that's all right. So let's go ahead and get after it. Ladies in the studio. The recorded song is now finished. Your thoughts on the performance, and then who do you think was the better singer? Go ahead, Maddie. It's on. It's on. I thought that it was good, rusty. There could have been a little bit more energy. It kind of just sounded like you were talking like this. And... Dad, I think you did good. You held out on some of those notes really good. A little bit surprising, but I think you did good. You guys both did a good job. Who wins? You. All right. Bobby? Um, it was good. It was a little bit um, not good at times. I agree with Maddie. Rusty sounded a little, little monotone, and that there was a couple times I thought you sounded like an old lady, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you win because there was that one note you held out for a long time. All right. Two for me. Let's go to the longest-running embedded correspondent from Texas, Doug Scheiding. Your thoughts on our effort of close my eyes forever? That was quite a horse race, uh, and I mean horse race. Greg, you you sounded a little hoarse, but you were able to hit some of the high notes, which was very interesting to me. And Rusty, I think you were right in there until the last segment. So, my vote is for Greg. All right. So, that makes me the... In a close one. Very close one. I think that makes me the winner right now, so I'll be going second. But, nevertheless, let's keep going. John, your thoughts on our Lita Ford, Ozzy Osbourne effort? Hey, I got to say, right out of the gate, you mixed that. I need to compliment you on the mix if you did that. That was really... That's the best. That's the best mix we've had on this show since I was knocked out, hands down. Um, and I will also say you complimented Rusty. I think you're, you comp, you oh you did a better job on Rusty's track than yours. So that's a good mix. Thanks. Uh, it's a toss-up. Since you are already going to be the clear and present winner, I am going to roll with Rusty because Rusty's always been a fan of mine. He's always supported me, and loyalty is loyalty there. I'm going to go with Rusty. All right. It doesn't matter what any of you guys think. It only matters what the real professional singer thinks. We go to Jose or Quiza. Your thoughts on our recorded effort, Close Your Eyes Forever. Uh, based on the efforts, I, I think 
you would be equal if it were based on efforts, but I do have to give it to Greg. I gotta give it to Greg on this one. However, fantastic job. Uh, I was jamming out over here to that song, so thanks for that. Uh, Jose, I attempted what they call a falsetto in points. Is that something that you were easily able to pick out, or was that a fail? I could not. <laughs> that's all you need to say. I could not. <laughs> yes, and that's why some of us are trained singers. Uh, so I, I tempted, I failed, but that's all right. Uh, what we've come to find out here is that I take the win on the recorded duet, which means Rusty will be going first during the live singing. Now, this is where all the pressure sets in. I... Uh, almost blew it up last year because the nerves got to me because I realized there are people sitting right off to the left of me that's going to make it a lot more nerve-wracking than the folks that are just sitting on a television monitor in front of me. Ryder, uh, Rusty, anything you want to get going before we start? Do you want to give it some build-up? Give us a little uh, anything, insight. What do you think? Well, after seeing John get wrecked for a very brilliant performance of a very known song, I just I couldn't do one that was known. I have to do me, and I have to do songs that I love, regardless of the popularity of them. I'm not going for the popular vote. I just want to have fun. And I had a couple that I had, in fact, the one we did with Greg in the sound test. And I just today, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do a song I know and I love. And I'm gonna go back to my roots, and I'm gonna do a funny song, and I'm just gonna do me, and you that's switched? who I am. I'm just you switched off the song right. we tested on. I did, sir. Yes. Oh dear. <clears throat> All right. Well, I Rusty throwing caution to the wind and showing his true artistry. Showing his true. It is as crafty. All right. So people's artistry. I'm gonna. I will duck the music bed here, and then I'm gonna turn everybody else off except for Rusty. Let me turn the girls off here. And Rusty, the stage is yours. Okay, the song is called Piss Up a Rope by Ween. Give it a second. My dinner's on fire while she watches TV. And if you've ever wondered what it's like to be me, she takes all my money and leaves me no smokes. Yells at my buddies and insults my folks. I'm breaking my back, doing the best that I can. She's got time for the dog and none for her man. And I'm no dope and I can't cope. So hit the fucking road and piss up a rope. You can. Piss up a rope and you can put on your shoes. Hit the road, get trucking. Pack your bag, I don't need the egg on your knees, you big booty bitch. Start sucking. You ride my ass like a horse in a saddle. Now you're up shit's creek with a turd for a paddle. And I can't cope. I piss up a rope. You can piss up a rope and feel the pissy dribble. You can piss up a rope and watch me giggle. For the last six months, I've been packing your bag. You can wash my balls with a warm, wet rag. Till my balls feel smooth and soft like silk. I'm sick of your mouth and your 2% milk. And I'm no dope, lost all hope. So hit the fucking road and piss up a rope. You can 
Piss up a rope and you can put on your shoes. Hit the road, get trucking. Pack your bag, I don't need the egg on your knees, you big booty bitch, start sucking. You ride my ass like a horse in a saddle, now you're up shit's creek with a turd for a paddle. And I can't cope, I piss up a rope. You can piss up a rope and you can put on your shoes. Hit the road, get trucking. Pack your bag, I don't need the egg on your knees. You big booty bitch, start sucking. You ride my ass like a horse in a saddle. Now you're up shit's creek with a turd for a paddle. And I can't cope, a piss up a rope. Wow, we so many thoughts. Uh, I, I don't Thank think you. in competition when yeah. it comes to this show. I don't think I ever get nervous. I don't think I'm ever not going to win. It's proven that I never win, but I don't ever think I'm not going to win. And right now, I am legitimately deucing my pants right now on many different levels. Outside of that. Let's go to the in-studio judges here. Gang, your thoughts on Rusty's ween piss up a rope? Well, I have never heard that song before. Me neither, ever. (laughs) But (laughs) I thought it was actually really good. Like, probably one of the best songs anyone has done on the show in ever so far. I like that a lot. Good job. All right, Maddie, your thoughts? Also have never heard that song. Definitely was not uh, anything I was expecting. Um, It was good. I think it was probably one of the better performances on the show. Probably because it seems like a bit of an easier song to sing. But that doesn't mean you did any less good. Less good. But uh, Joey, to my little cousin, if you're watching that. I hope Uncle oh, John no. turned that off. <laughs> right. Forgot to preempt that. That's right. It's the internet. Sorry, I mean, there's, Joey. There's porn on the internet. I forgot. I don't know if anybody realized that or not. All right, let's go to Doug. Your thoughts on Piss Up a Rope? Oh, my God. When I heard it was ween and blowing banana, I had nightmares and stuff. But that was that was ween and Merle Haggard joined ween, and it was great. Wow. It was good. I liked it. John, your thoughts on ween? Awesome, amazing! Gonna be you. You better like pull some magic out of your butt, dude, because you are going down if you don't. It's over. Yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling really bad right now. Jose, your thoughts on Ween pissed up a rope? You know, I've got three thoughts. Um, I have never heard that song before. I am now a fan of Ween, so you did your job very greatly. Uh. And I don't even think that I could beat you if I sang that song. So, um, yeah. Yeah. 
It's intense. It's intense. Rusty is pulling out all the stops. I can only imagine what the voting's going to be like. But now, where the panel did pick who goes first and second here, we do not pick, obviously, who's going to finish first and second in the overall voting. That'll be left up to the American public coming up here after the show ends. So it's just left for me. And I'm going to assume the praying position. Make sure my diaphragm gets open properly. But don't worry, no R&B this time. I know Doug is freaking out, thinking that we're going to go R&B. But we're not going to do that. I'm going mid-80s. One of the most prolific rock and rollers in the history of ever. Bon Jovi. With a, sh- with a little ditty, as we say in the biz. Me and Jose say, we're in the biz. As a little ditty called Wanted, Dead, or Alive. Now, this is a little bit of a modified break. Uh, no big guitar solo. I've So I might get a little bit out of time as I try and hit it in. But nevertheless, for your listening pleasure, Wanted, Dead, or Alive. Let me duck everybody off here. Another place Where the faces are so cold I drive all night To get back home And I'm a cowboy On a steel horse I ride I'm wanted Dead or alive Wanted Dead or alive Sometimes I sleep Sometimes it's not the day The people I meet Where we go our separate ways Sometimes you tell the day By the bottle that you drink In times when you're alone Well all you do is think And I'm a cowboy On a steel as I rise I'm wanted Dead or alive Wanted Dead or alive Oh, and I'm right I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride I'm wanted 
little alive And I walk these streets A load of six spring on my back I'm playing for keeps Cause I might not make it back I've been everywhere And I'm standing tall I've seen a million faces And I've rocked them all Cause I'm a cowboy On a steel horse I ride I'm wanted Dead or alive Cause I'm a cowboy I got the night on my side I'm wanted Dead or alive And I ride Dead or alive And I still drive Dead or alive 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 Oof Hard to follow up Piss up a rope No doubt about it but the rendition of Dead or Alive is in the back. So, let's reverse it up a little bit. Let's go to John and your thoughts on my rendition of Bon Jovi's Dead or Alive. Dude, you met the challenger, Rusty. I have to say that is probably the best performance of this entire contest since the history of this contest, Whoa. recorded or live. Wow. I, no, I could not tell that it was even live. Dude, I'm like, no kidding. This is this is gonna be a race. All right, great job on it. Super outstanding. It's gonna be a race. Uh, Doug, your thoughts on Dead or Alive? You're a Bon Jovi fan, obviously. I am a huge Bon Jovi fan. Right. I almost got a Bon Jovi tattoo in college. I've seen him <laughs> six or seven times. Wow. She don't know me. Uh, for Runaway is my favorite song of all freaking time. The look of fright on your daughter's faces in the first segment was awesome. Yeah. It was just a sight to behold. <laughs> it's tough. But you came, the energy came through in the last half. Wow. Hell of a job. Rusty, your thoughts on Dead or Alive? When you told me you're doing Bon Jovi, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do what the hell ever. I lost. <laughs> and I was right. I think it was great, man. I think you did a great job. That fit you perfectly. Two and nine. So uh, I bow to you. In studio guests, Maddie, your thoughts on dead or alive? You definitely surprised me at the like the second half of the song. I guess really came through. I was hoping for more energy, and then you delivered. So even my mom said, my good mom, she said she came down here because she heard Bon Jovi. Yeah. So. You slayed. Uh, Bobby, your thoughts on Dead or Alive? Well, when you got out of the chair and got on your knees, I Pray. was not sure what to expect. Um, but the first half, you had me a little bit fooled. I thought it was like good, but then I was like waiting for a little bit more. And then you picked up what needed to be picked up. You did good. 
So, two very different songs, but I think they were both really good. All right, we go to the singer of the bunch, Jose Urquiza, Three Years Hollow front band, amongst other musical projects. Your thoughts on my rendition of Dead or Alive? Uh, I think it was fantastic. I think, uh, as everybody pointed out, the second half, you really blew everyone away. Uh, I have to say, though, and I'm really sorry to say, Don't. I still think, I think Rusty, I think he was just a little bit ahead for me uh, on, on, so, uh, <laughs> It's real close. It's so close. It's going to have to go to the uh, replay, instant replay. Wow. All right. Well, I love it. So, uh, And the reason uh, for my daughters that I get on the floor is to open the diaphragm up. And uh, I quickly realized after trying to sing this song like four or five times in the car, there was no way I was going to be able to go full blow from start to finish. You crushed it. Yeah, so I had to You were just save. getting warmed up there at the end, yeah. I could tell. I had to save there, so I don't know how you do it, uh, you know, night after <laughs> night when you guys are on tour singing the way you sing. It's unbelievable, so even more respect there. Alright, uh, so we'll sum it up here as we quickly go around the dais before we call it an evening. Uh, John, your thoughts of the finals here on season three? I think this is a, a great finals. I'm really excited to be sitting here watching it from a different chair. Feels a lot better from this chair than that. You guys did a great job, really brought it. I'm looking forward to the outcome. Doug, final thoughts on season three? I, I would like to say condolences to Alec John Such of Bon Jovi, who died this past week at 70 years old. Yep. But this was amazing and much exceeded my expectations. Thank you. Girls, both your thoughts of, of season three as we come to a close. We find out next Tuesday who the winner is. I thought that tonight was a very good season finale. Um, definitely the best season finale so far. Um, and I can't wait to see who wins. All right. Maddie, your thoughts? It was a good season. I definitely think that it's going to be very close. I would like you to win. I think Rusty could possibly pull it off, oh, though. Yeah. No doubt. Um, but it was a good season. Good job, everybody. All right, Jose, you're sitting in for the first time. A professional singer, of course, as we all know, selling uh, millions and millions of records. Uh, and then suffering through this nonsense that we did. So four months later, your thoughts of uh, which season one for you, but season three in its existence. I uh, am greatly uh, appreciative of you bringing me here and allowing me to uh, take part in this. I several times wanted to join in with you. I wanted to sing something with you. So maybe the guests have to sing next time. We'll get your daughters to sing a song. Oh. Everybody's got to sing. Yeah. All right. Well, I, certainly <laughs> oh. that's something that can be... You mean they be... can grade and sing too? <laughs> yes. No. no. That's right. Certainly they could. There's no doubt about it. I think everybody's excited yeah. for that. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, right, John? All right. So season three coming to a close. Here's what everybody has to know. Emailing can start. The voting can start as soon as we end here. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. And then just vote for either me or Rusty. You don't have to list them out one and two. Just vote for who you want to win. And we'll tabulate. Voting closes at midnight or sorry, 11.59 on Sunday. And then we'll tabulate. We'll have the results here this coming Tuesday, a week from tonight. 
Uh, Doug, as always, thank you for taking part in season three and of all the uh, American Idol Barbecue Central shows. John, same to you. Rusty, an incredible finals. Piss up a rope is going to be hard to contend with. You really brought the heat, the artistry, of course, which you're not afraid to do. And then, of course, Jose, I'm uh, forever grateful that you are spending time with us here for the last uh, handful of months. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, anything you'd like to plug music-wise, Jose, that's coming up? Or are you guys going to be going out at all here soon? Uh, no, uh, we're working on a couple new songs, but I'm also in a new project with, with uh, the guys from uh, Three Days Grace and Breaking Benjamin and Seven Dust, a few guys. Uh, so we've got a, a new project we've been working on for the last year that may come out later this year. So uh, it's called Table Nine. Maybe check that out. But otherwise, that's about it, guys. I This was awesome. All right. So that brings a conclusion to the American Idol. I wish everybody thank you. You can go ahead and disconnect here as I run the rest of the show to a close. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, that's going to do it. So, again, if you want to vote, please do it starting right now. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com, and we will start tabulating those votes. It's going to be tough. Rusty bringing heat, the likes. Did anybody see that song coming anywhere except out of left field? That was insane. Way to go, Rusty. I loved it. All right, let me quickly talk to you about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. 13 perfectly balanced flavors of rubs and seasonings, whether you're a competition cook looking to impress judges or you're just grilling for the family big pop smokers award-winning rubs and seasonings don't disappoint pick up a bottle today at the website bigpopsmokers.com also they have granny's barbecue sauce they own it if you're looking for new go-to sauce why not give it a try if you're sick of what's existing out there try granny's and they're selling cookers Aside from the, or if you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out that Mac two-star general pellet cooker, Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. If you're not sure of what grill you need, call them, 877-828-0727, or shop their website at bigpapasmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A smokers.com. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. All guests appear via the Oklahoma Joe's Rider Deluxe Pellet Grills Hotline. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. All right, welcome back. And bump up there. There we go. This portion of the show being brought to you by Vortic Watches. Back in the day, watches were made to be worn in the pocket after World War II. Wrist watches came into vogue. Pocket watches quickly became an afterthought, finding their way into sock drawers and scrap heaps. A tragedy. Enter Vortic Watch Company, helping bridge the gap between America's storied watch manufacturing past and bridging it to the present day where now wristwatches are once again finding incredible popularity. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that they make is unique and one of a kind. No one will have one just like your... It's just bizarre. Oh, right. I know what happened. Anyway, 
Each one is unique and one-of-a-kind. Vortic founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled. It was built. Check out VorticWatches.com. Now we can do this. Did you realize there was a first hour of the show? That's how cool things have been going. All the way back in the first hour, we talked with Derek Riches. He ran two segments, DerekRiches.com. We talked about writing a book. We talked about the new Weber smoke fire that was just re-put out there with no fanfare whatsoever. We talked about how to be a barbecue brand ambassador. Second hour, Betty Correspondence. We did 100% Assurity questions. We also did... What else did we do? We talked about the Arby's sandwich. Three of us think it's a pan. Rusty loves it. And then we close it out with season three, American Idol, Barbecue Central Show Edition finale. Rusty sang Queens, Pissed Up a Rope. I sang Bon Jovi's Dead or Alive. We'll see who comes out on top and claims the championship for season three in a week's time on Tuesday at the top of the second hour. Big show planned for you next week. Of course, Sam the Cooking Guy is in. Malcolm Reed is in. We will find out who wins the American Idol Barbecue Central Show Edition, plus much more. So, how do I always leave you? September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.